With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi there. Your host, Victoria, is on the line. Hi. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to be a guest. Um, I know you have obligations today, and so with that said in mind, we're going to go ahead and get started as planned. Um, I want to thank everyone that are tuning in to this broadcast. I am your host, Victoria Sheffield founder of Christian Women's Business Network. Now, this is the show that empowers and inspires visionaries to walk in their God-given gifts. Plus, we also enjoy sharing tips and resources for entrepreneurs. Now, today I have an awesome show planned with an awesome guest. But before I go any further, I want to acknowledge a show sponsor. So if you are here in Metro Atlanta and would like to know how you can use an eco-friendly way to clean up your land or lot, you may want to contact Mr. Isaac of Day Day's Goat Dynasty. He offers goat rentals and will help you with your garden spot. So to learn more, contact the show for his contact information. So I am so excited because we are at the part in the show where I get to introduce today's guest. Now, my special guest is Devonia Reed. She is the co-founder of Welcome to the Queendom. She is an author and speaker, also an educator and a mentor for girls. She was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. So at this time, I want to welcome her again to this platform. Good morning. Thank you all this afternoon. Thank you for having me on the show, Veronica. You are welcome. You are so welcome. Thank you so much again for taking the time out. Now, I am thrilled to hear that you are a mentor for girls, and I would love to hear more about the organization that you are co-founder of. Absolutely. I am the co-founder of Welcome to the Queendom, the number two um, and we actually teach, mentor, and empower young ladies so that they have access to, so they can access their natural gifts. We mm-hmm. work on building positive self-esteem and self-images and serve in their community. We are a very new organization. Actually, we are going to be celebrating our second anniversary coming up here in August. Um, wow. Yeah, 
So we're just, and um, we have an upcoming event in Chicago, mm-hmm. and it is focused around, around health and wellness. It's going mm-hmm. to be held on June 16th. Um, yeah, and it's a free event. It's for young mm-hmm. ladies. We have people coming out to talk to them about healthy lifestyles, healthy relationships. We're going to have Zumba and smoothies. It's going to be a really fun day for the girls. Mhm, mhm. Oh, that is just awesome, awesome. I, I just love to see where people are mentoring our youth because as we both know and all know, our youth really, 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 really need that. And so I know that you are an author, but before we get into talking about your writing, now if there's anyone that has a daughter and maybe they want to get their daughter involved with your uh, mentoring program, how could people get their daughters involved? What we did this past school year is um, I met with some girls after school. Um, and so it was at a specific location and for girls at that location, actually. We mm-hmm. are looking to do some things a little different. This summer we'll be planning. Um, and we may be branching out to a library. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't disclose the location yet because we haven't confirmed but I okay. am, we really are wanting to get out in the community more so that we can open up opportunities to more young ladies so that we can mentor, uh, yeah, so we can mentor more young ladies outside okay. of that one setting. So mm-hmm. right now we don't have the location um, locked in yet, but it is something that we are working on and we'll be working on over the summer. Um, very, one of the things that we are really passionate about at Welcome to the Queendom is our mentoring piece because having that one-on-one time with us and being able to really impact their lives, that is what we want to do. Um, our events and things like that, it's important when we do community outreach, but we're more concerned with our one-on-one um, time with the girls. So we really look forward to that. We we have monthly meetings there where we go out with them and we take them so that we can have time to fellowship and get uh-huh. to know them in a different way. So uh, hopefully soon we'll have that information locked in. I hate that I can't share it with you today. But. Okay, well, that, you know what, that perfectly fine. I understand because myself am working on some things, and it's almost like um, you don't want to release it just yet until you finalize some things. So I do understand that. Now, um, I would love to know a little bit more about um, your writing. Um, so I have two books that I have published. The mm-hmm. first book I published is titled Fitting In Isn't Easy, and I published it in 2015. Mm-hmm. And it really focuses on bullying. And um, as you know, that has been a really hot topic lately. So mm-hmm. that book is about acceptance and learning how to trying to teach children to empathize with other children because we are in a society where if you don't have it, you know, anything that makes you different or makes you stand out, that's a cause for you to be picked on. And Mm -hmm. so right now we really have to address that issue, especially with all the school shootings and things like that that's happening. I really think one of the root 
causes of that is the fact that we haven't taught our children how to accept, how to love others who are different from us. So that book, Fitting In, Isn't Easy, is about, and it's very, it's a very easy read. It's a, it's a short book, but children mm-hmm. love it, especially small children. They love the book, and it's great for teachers and parents. In the back of the book, I have a little area that I call the parent-teacher corner where I have mm-hmm. questions that you can ask before, during, and after. And I also do school visits, um, organization visits, where I come out and, and I will talk about bullying as well. So that is my first book. And that stems from just being a, an educator and seeing mm-hmm. the things that I've seen over the years and how materialistic some of our children are. Um, and for me, I, I'm always about trying to educate not only the children, but the parents as well, which is why there is a parent-teacher corner in the back of the book. And then my second book is titled The King of Mischief, which is really all about my passion, what we just talked about. It's about mentoring. It's about a mm-hmm. little boy who has um, difficulty at home, and he's kind of being ignored, and he, he acts out at school, and there's a man that comes into his life that kind of shows them, you know what, there are other things, there's other parts of you that, that you can access and you really are good enough and there are other ways that you can um, show who you really are. So I really love that book personally um, because of the message that it has. And it also has a, a, a parent-teacher corner in the back of the book as well. But I really wanted that book to so that children can identify and see themselves in Maurice, that's the mm-hmm. main character, see themselves in him. But any adult that reads it, too, you just recognize what an awesome impact we could have on young people if we just take the time out, you know, and just kind of stand in the gap. I, I really would ask that we do that more because sometimes parents, especially single parents, they don't have the time to devote. Sometimes sometimes children just get lost in the shuffle. So if we can stand in a gap for children, mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. You you know what? You are I'm listening to you. You are absolutely right. I one hundred percent agree because you know, you touched something when you said something about there are single parents and I did reach a bio, so I do know that um you've walked those shoes of a single parent. So, so firsthand that sometimes it's just difficult trying to do it all for yourself. And I like that whole scenario. You know, it takes a village to mm-hmm. raise our children. I really do. So I just wish, and it would be my prayer, that more people would really, really think hard about mentoring, if not a group of children, just take one child one, to decide, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. make a difference. And mm-hmm. you said something else that resonated with me. With so many different things going on, these shootings and things, I mean, there's got to be something going on in the sense where there's just not enough people that are reaching out, you mm-hmm. know, because you never know. Maybe we could reach out to to a child that, that's thinking about or contemplating on doing something crazy like that. Maybe if we reach out before they do it, maybe the act wouldn't take place. So 
you know, this really touches me because I'm I'm a youth mentor and also a children's author that works very hard at writing publications that send positive messages. So I'm just happy, you know, and just thrilled to have a guest on that has that same interest in mind. And I would love to hear more about um, your work in education. Wow. I have been, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's such a journey. Um, wow. I tell this story all the time about how I became an educator mm-hmm. um, because I didn't choose it. It wasn't when I was thinking about career, it wasn't the career that I thought I was going to go in. I thought I was going to be a social worker. So clearly mm. I always, I'm always wanted to help people. But I became a mom um, at an early age. When I was just 17, I, was, I became a mom. I okay. had my first, my first son. But actually motherhood came before my profession. And so mm-hmm. for me, motherhood, was my number one job. And for me to be able to be a good mother or the mother that I that I wanted to be, I mm-hmm. wanted to have a profession that would allow me to be at home with my children mm. when my children were home. <laughs> and wow. so this is how I chose the career of becoming an educator. Um, but uh, I've, I've realized it really is my gift. I love to teach people. I love to teach. I love to teach. I love mm-hmm. to impart information. Any way mm-hmm. that I can help, that's just, it's, it's in me. So it's a part of me. So it really wasn't, I thought I was choosing, but really it's my, it's my gift. So okay. as a teacher, I've been a teacher for 18 years now, and it has been quite a journey. I've seen um, a lot of changes. And and I can say at right now in my, in my life I'm kind of disappointed in oh, wow. what I'm seeing in education. Mm-hmm. Wow. I I I don't know if you know this, but education it used to be a a career where people would retire. They were retired from this this this, this job of a career. But now people are only staying in like five years or six years. You wow. burn out. You burn out really quickly. It is very rewarding when you see children learn, when you impact their lives, when you see them grow. But it's mm-hmm. very discouraging when mm-hmm. you're not supported, when wow. you're not appreciated, mm-hmm. when you're not received when you're not paid for your time and your mm-hmm. efforts, this mm-hmm. career to me, and maybe it's, it's part of it is because I'm a teacher, but let's be honest, there's no career that no one could be anything if there weren't for teachers, right? Absolutely. So how can this be so important, but mm-hmm. it's like it, it's so disrespected and not honored as it should be. Wow. So, yeah, but I, I I think the reward of it is really great. No, mm-hmm. I really believe that no one goes into this career expecting to be rich. And if right. you're going into this career, you're really going into it because you plan to make a difference mm-hmm. in the lives of young people, mostly. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe mm-hmm. there are some who figure 
hey, I'll just teach. I can't do anything else. But believe mm-hmm. me, they do not last long. It is wow. not for the weak. It is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> wow. That. But, mm-hmm. it, yes, but it, it, it can be rewarding. It really is when you mm-hmm. get to. I love mm-hmm. working with young people. I love mm-hmm. it. Wow. But I'm at a point in my career where I'm just very discouraged. Oh, yeah. wow. You know, that's, that's just disheartening and interesting, but I do understand where you are coming from. And, you know, in a nutshell, you just have to have a heart for working with children and that calling in your life. And as we know, so many are doing it, but they're not really called to do it. And we can see it. <laughs> we can uh-huh. see it. We can tell it. And like you say, they don't last. So I'm, I'm. oh, wow. That is just amazing just to be able to hear that from an educator that's being real, you know, and telling mm-hmm. it like it is that you all are not appreciated like you should be. Mm-hmm. And that's why every so often on my um, social media platform, especially Facebook, I'll post something that is give a shout out to educators, you know, because I tell people, even in my life and my career, oh my God, I'm still using stuff today that I learned, you know, when I was in high school and trade school and college. So had it not been for those educators through uh, my journey, I wouldn't be where I am. So um, I'm with you. (laughs) I agree. Education mm-hmm. should be recognized and appreciated to the utmost and financially compensated as far as I'm concerned. So, mm-hmm. wow. And it's just, again, disheartening to hear the discouragement. And so it's my prayer that um, things will turn around in that, that you all will become as appreciated as you very well should be. And so. Um, I just want to give you a shout out and thank you so much for your service in serving the children because we know those children are our future and they need um, positive role models that are in it for the long haul. Yeah. <laughs> so in it for the long haul, you know, and for whatever other reason why people would do it, um, maybe just for the money. I just think that that is just awful because nobody should work with children. If it's not in your heart, no, I, no one. That's the same way I feel about um, the healthcare professional. You know, nobody should do that if it's not oh, yeah. in your heart. Yeah. So we're talking about caring for people. We're talking about educating and imparting. And with me, I take that very seriously. So, wow. So I want to, before I let you go, because there's another part of you. The last part I want you to really touch on is the speaking part. I want you to just share a little bit with uh, anyone that may be listening about what type of speaking events that you do and what exactly do you speak about. We know you're an educator. Can you share and touch just a little bit on that? Okay, absolutely. I, um, as you know, I just said that I love educating people. Mm-hmm. So even in speaking, to me, speaking is just all about imparting information. And mm-hmm. so I, whenever I, I'm hashtagging stuff and I'm talking about empowerment, so I talk about one thing is bullying, 
because that's mm-hmm. what my book is about. So bullying is one thing that I speak about to children and to organizations as well. Uh, also in education, I'm, I've had the opportunity to have many types of leaders. So leadership mm-hmm. is very important to me, especially in the education realm, because if you don't have a vision, you mm-hmm. can't really lead. So, and I wow. think that um, one talk that I have is titled The Visionary Leader. And so, mm-hmm. um, and then the other things I talk about, I'm going to just group those together, is really just about your purpose and mm-hmm. what it is that you're meant to be doing here mm-hmm. and how that really helps you to create a happy life and, you know, and, right. and serve the world like we're all meant to do. Wow. It's super important to just know your purpose and your assignment. So what mm-hmm. I, I usually do with guests before you go, I would love for you to share with anyone. They may want to use you as a speaker, workshop facilitator. Maybe they want to purchase a book. Maybe they just want to follow you on social media. So if you could share how people can maybe visit your website, um, maybe you have a social media platform that you wouldn't mind adding them as a friend, how could they connect with you? I am Devonya Reed everywhere. My website is com. I also have some blogs on there, so I write monthly. You might want to go read some of those. So I'm at com. I'm Devonya Reed on Facebook. I am Devonya Reed on Instagram, LinkedIn, so you can find me, and, and even on Twitter. You can find me in all those places, and that is D-E-V, as in Victor, O-N-I-A-R-E-E-D. Awesome, awesome. I want to thank you, Ms. Devonia, so much again for taking the time out to be a guest. You have been such a blessing to me. Um, I've learned some things about things that educators may be feeling, so that's kind of interesting. And mm-hmm. I just want to encourage anyone that may be listening to think about how you can mentor a child. And before you go into your careers, think about what you are called to do and what you are passionate about as we should do our work as unto the Lord. So I want to just take this time also to thank everyone that have tuned in. This is a short broadcast. I realize that, but what I want everyone to know is that I'm going to be posting this on social media so that if anyone could not tune in live, they can go back and hit the replay. I also want anyone that's listening to know that if they are in need of advertising or would like to sponsor this show, Maybe they want to host their own show, or maybe they want to be a guest. If you need the contact information on today's sponsor, please contact me directly by emailing me at sheffieldvictoria39 at gmail.com, and that's S-H-E-F-F-I-E-L-D-V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A-39 at gmail.com. This has been awesome. This has been great. And I also just want to encourage Paul to never give up on your dreams because God 
fulfill his promises. Thank you so much again, Ms. Devonia. Thank you all that are tuning in. I am ending the show. Y'all have a blessed and a prosperous day. Goodbye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.